Hello and welcome to Talk Your Shit Sis, your guide to everything mental health and soul-centered healing. This podcast is a safe space for women, especially my melanated queens, wanting to learn more about mental health and inner self-healing. This is a podcast catered to women wanting to learn about self-discovery, purpose, soul-searching, and many more topics and elevation. Join me and my guests as we dive into topics and resources out there for you and how we can teach you to begin your journey to massive growth and healing. If you are looking for a place free of judgment and filled with space where we can talk about the uncomfortable, then this is the place for you. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode and feel free to share this podcast with a friend who you feel would benefit from the information we share here. and welcome back to another episode of talk your shit sis i've been gone for a while um and i guess you could call it a little hiatus but i needed a minute for me and i needed a i needed to take a minute for myself and to regroup and figure out my purpose and what i wanted to do you know going forward and stuff i could say that that repurposing did a lot of good because I was able to step back and look at what I was doing and look at why I even get into this in the first place and how I wanted to move about it and, you know, keep going and stuff like that. And in this little time that I've been gone, it's been a lot that I needed to um, readdress, a lot that I needed to refocus on, and a lot of things that I needed to figure out, okay, what's important for me to put my time towards and what's important for me to let go. I've been learning a lot about my human design. Human design is so important, yeah, because it teaches you how to approach life. It teach you, teaches you how to approach the things that your projects, whatever you're doing in life. And um, i just been focusing on my human design and understanding that as a manifesting generator is important for me to have and participate in multiple um, activities or projects but what I needed to really take a step back from and look into was what was important to me and how I could refocus and bring the information that I want to bring to the podcast and my listeners and all of that and so yeah if you miss my voice I miss y'all too but I'm back and I'm back with some new and important information I'm back with some things that I've learned about myself I'm back with a lot and ladies so the first thing I noticed when um I took a step back from everything was the need to be in control the need to um to have control of everything going around going on around me one big thing that i noticed was codependency was high on my radar um and just being codependent in where i want the control of everything um in my life and the things that was going on and i had to realize that codependency was actually my downfall it was my way of having my wall in check so that way when things fall apart I wouldn't be you know discouraged or disappointed or anything like that because I know that I had a part to play in some stuff like that it was just like I had to understand when was time to release control when was time to understand that I can't control every situation every person that was the hardest part um I would say because I'm like I said I was 
high on being codependent on situations and people in my life. So navigating through that was very um, difficult and it took a lot of time for me to, you know, understand what was going on and take accountability and accountability. I know I think I do an episode on this once, but accountability is definitely another thing that was high on my radar because it was a lot of things that I was failing to realize and failing to take accountability for um, and how I played a part in, you know, everything that was going on in my life. Even a short period of time, I now realize that accountability is so important because it helps you to grow. Accountability is what keeps you analyzing yourself, keeps you wanting to learn more about yourself and wanting to learn what areas I need to work on, what areas I need to focus on, and what areas, you know, I could improve on. And accountability is a big thing where um, a lot of people don't really take the time to sit back and look at itself and sit back and look at, okay, um, this happened to me and wherever, but how do I pay a part in this? How how, what was my role in this and what could I have done to, um, you know, what could I have done differently um, to have a different outcome? And I know a lot of times with, you know, when things happen to us and or if somebody um, might have treated you some way or something, we kind of tend to divide this, the parts and divide the sides. And um, there's always two sides to a story and then there's the truth. We both have a side. Um, everybody tells this side of the story different, but the truth is what lies within you. And your truth is the way that you perceive something. Your truth is the way that, you know, the situation played out. And the difficulty with that is that we all perceive the world differently. We all perceive the world in um, a different way. So it's like we all have our own truths. And that's where accountability comes in where we need to sit back and look at a situation outside of ourselves and understand and take basically responsibility for the parts that we have played into it um so let me give you an example right so for me one thing that i noticed bad um during this little break was understanding that um, my need to people please and that stemmed from codependency and um, you know during this time of me analyzing my relationships and analyzing the things I do for people and how it made me feel I started to realize that there was a little sense of bitterness in the back and that bitterness although it wasn't big and you know like I said it sat in the back it still was there. So I had to realize, like, okay, where was this here coming from? And so um, digging deeper into that, doing some shadow work and, you know, um, diving into that feeling and why I was feeling that way, I started to understand that I had to hold myself accountable because I was the one participating in the things that was happening. I was the one who lacked boundaries. And even when I did set um, adequate boundaries or people, or even if I did, um, put those boundaries in place, I wouldn't stand on them. And that, like that basically gave people the sense that, you know, my boundaries didn't matter. Looking back and looking at that, um, I, I'm able to realize now that it's a lot of things that although I don't regret it, I know I wouldn't do it again because 
um, like I said, these things that um, I went out of my way to do for people, it was like they went against every single boundary that I stood for. And then because I did this, I I expected them to reciprocate maybe love or reciprocate validation or reciprocate something that I was looking for. And because they weren't doing that, it kind of was like, okay, I became bitter and resentful to the fact that I was giving, but I wasn't receiving. And so I had to understand that giving comes from a place of love, right? And when you give from a place of love, you don't expect anything in return. And when you start to expect things in return, that means it's not coming from a place of love. And that's when you have to sit back and realize and analyze where is this coming from? What place is this coming from? What am I trying to get out of it? Um, and so that's where accountability came in a lot. I had to sit with myself and take accountability for the things that I have done. And one big thing that I noticed is that like, if somebody showed me their face, I would try to turn it to a different face to please or fit the story of the persona that I had of them. That was something that was very detrimental because it's like... You're trying to change somebody, and I can't change anybody, you know. You can't change anybody for who they are. You can't try to, you know, distinguish um, people's faces and your perception of them and where you want them to be. Because, like I said, we all perceive the world differently. We all perceive things differently. And by me trying to change your perception of the world, it only calls for a clash between us. So, that's some things that I you know, been noticing and working on while I've been on this little, I guess you could call it a hiatus, but, um, the, it hasn't all been bad though, y'all. Um, I have some interesting news and some good things that's been happening. So ladies, I wrote a book. Um, and so the book, um, you can actually find it on Amazon. It's $19.99 on Amazon and is a guided journal. And, um, so I've been working on my life coaching practice, I've been working on my business, and I've been working on trying to formulate a business and um, around my life coaching and my office and all of that stuff. And so I decided that I want to write a book, a guided journal, because I believe journaling is important. First thing first, journaling is important because writing everything down you get your emotions on paper and then that in turn leads to validation validating your emotions validating what you're feeling and you know it's kind of like a second voice you gain your the words that stuff the words that's in your head on paper and stuff so i decided that um a lot of people don't understand what's journaling or how to even start usually when I talk to people, they're like, oh, well, I tried journaling, but it wasn't for me. Or, and most people, they approach journaling in the Dear Diary. You know how when we was younger, um, we would always do like, oh, Dear Diary, whatever, whatever. And we always had a diary or, you know, a locked journal or something. That's how a lot of people approach journaling. And I decided that, okay, maybe if I create a book with prompts that, um, it leads your subconscious mind to the idea of healing, to the idea of, um, um, understanding your purpose and what you want and what you're trying to get out of the journaling session, then that will be beneficial to people. So I ended up creating a book and it's called That Girl Two Month Healing Journal and it's on um, Amazon. When I created this book, what I did was I did journal prompts for 60 days. In order to have like good effects from this book, you have to be consistent with it. 
but I created journal prompts and in these journal prompts, they're basically intuition um, prompts that dive into what you're supposed to, what you're feeling, dives into, you know, um, things that you should be saying to yourself. Um, with this, um, I feel like it's very important for women to have something like this and to, you know, indulge into topics like this and um, topics on yourself. And so, and then I like at the end of, each week you do a gratitude um, journal. And so gratitude, the reason I included gratitude in there is because gratitude is important. Gratitude is the number one principle that's important when you're trying to accomplish anything, when you're trying to heal from anything, just basically in life. It's important to have gratitude because the more you're grateful for, the more you receive. And the more that you are grateful for things in your life, the more you begin to see good things happening because you're grateful for what you have right now and you're not focusing on what's coming next or what's supposed to be coming. So you multiply on your blessings um, and your intentions begin to multiply and you know you manifest the things that you want to manifest. Um, so with that, I feel like that was... Um, very important to do was to add gratitude, um, a gratitude journal in there. And then on the end of every two weeks, um, you have, uh, intentional journaling and with the intentional journaling, you basically sit down and you write a whole page of just what's your emotions, where are you trying to be? What are you trying to get to? Where you at right now? How can you change this? And what are the things, like I said, incorporating gratitude into that again what are the things that you could do to be grateful for like despite all of this happening now you know maybe you might be going through a rough time despite all the rough times despite um what's going on around me what can i be grateful for right now because i'm very much um um glass half full type of person because although yes my glass is half full my glass is half full, you know, I still have something to be grateful for. So that's why I incorporated gratitude in there as much as I can. But ladies, if you get a chance, I'm going to drop the link in the bio. If you get a chance, check out my book. Um, if you have things that you want to work on or that you just feel like you, you need healing from, um, or even if you're just trying to find your pop, like not everybody is in a healing, um, Johnny or whatever, and that's okay. If you're just trying to find your purpose or if you're just trying to rebrand yourself or understand a new you, understand a new side, if you're going through a shift in your life that you need to understand, get a book and walk through the prompts um, for 60 days consecutively and, you know, leave a review on how the book has helped you. Um, and also, you like I said, you have to be consistent with it because that's the only way you're going to be able to see the effective change when you're doing it every day. Leading on to that, um, another thing that I wanted to touch on was communication. And that's one thing that this journal um, kind of helped me realize was because I'm doing the work myself, actually. I'm not just throwing this book at you and saying that, oh, do this, do this, do this, and I'm not doing it myself. I'm actually doing the work. So I started my, um, you know, 60 days at the beginning of this month, and currently I am... I started around, I'm currently I'm on day seven, so I've been doing it for a week so far, and um, one thing that it has helped me to realize was my communication, and this is something that has been recurring and popping up and popping up for me, like, often, because, 
it's something that I feel like I have not been effective in. Um, and with that, um, I'm actually going to do a segment on communication and how to effectively communicate your feelings and effectively communicate to the people that you love, especially if you're the type of person who doesn't like confrontation. And me, I'm not a confrontational person. I'm not a person who, um, you know, likes to be confrontational with anybody. So I had to learn the difference between not liking confrontation and also communicating your needs to a point where people understand what it is you want, what you're trying to communicate, and if they're not giving you what you want, how to effectively go about, you know, whatever it is you're trying to do or whatever boundary you set. With that, communication is a big thing that I've been realizing pop up a lot for me. Um, and I've been getting better at it. Um, I, like I said, I'm not a confrontational person. So I would be the type of person where I would assume, I would make assumptions. And then after that, I will explain or, you know, um, talk myself out of or, you know, apologize for whatever the repercussions is or however the person take it or however it make me feel um, at the back end of my assumption. And so that's something I've been working on a lot and understanding why it is to effectively communicate to people and communicate my boundaries, communicate my needs and all of that and how to um, basically go about doing that. But one practice that I really want to talk to you all about that I've been doing uh, more frequently now is practicing mindfulness. And mindfulness is one of the pillars in my coaching um, business because mindfulness, um, especially if you're a person who gets overstimulated a lot, mindfulness is important with you know, regulating your emotions, regulating your nervous system, regulating, um, everything. Basically mindfulness can even regulate your immune system because you calm in the body and you're making the body aware of what's going on around it. You're making the body aware of, you know, its feelings. You're making the body aware of, um, its environment. You're making the body aware of all these things. And this helps to regulate you because, um, I don't know if I ever if you ever heard of the fight or flight, but if you never hear of it, and if you have, then you know what I'm talking about. But if you never hear of it, basically you are in survival mode. Your body gonna do any and everything to survive. Um, this includes rapid heart rate. This includes sweating. This includes you know um, racing thoughts. This this could include a whole number of things. But basically, your body doing whatever it can do to survive. And now. Opposite to that, um, the opposite to fight or flight mode is your um, sympathetic nervous system. And this is the mode where you calm, where you're able to, you know, um, approach things off of a different view. Um, You're approaching things more calmly. And so um, that's what mindfulness helps with. Mindfulness takes you to the mode where your sympathetic nervous system is calm and you are aware of the things that's going on around you. Um, and there's many different ways and techniques that you could practice mindfulness. And I'm going to do a podcast on, um, you know, some different techniques that you could use, but that's something that I feel like have been very effective in, um, the way that I approach the day, the way that I approach overstimulation, um, the way that I approach a lot of things, um, 
and it's been very helpful in my communication because I'm able to take a step back, take myself outside of my body and pay attention to what am I feeling, how I feeling. And then after I do that, I could come back into myself and understand what I need to communicate to the person that I'm trying to communicate to. So just um all of that ladies i've been doing a lot um a lot of inner thinking a lot of inner work and i needed to take a minute to step back from all my projects step back from everything and really understand what is the purpose of me doing all of this what is the purpose of me bringing this podcast to you what is the purpose of me even trying to heal and where i want to go with this what i want to do um and yeah so What's coming for this podcast, ladies? Um, so this is just a little introduction of me coming back. I know I missed me, but I'm back. And um, this, where the podcast is going, um, I want to continue to bring um, effective techniques for you to heal it and effective techniques for you to, you know, manage your emotions and all of that. But also, I want to continue to bring guests who are able to help... Um, you know, with different information, who are able to provide different information to you on um, just a whole um, bunch of things and, you know, what it is that um, it takes to, you know, heal, whether it be emotionally, physically, um, what it takes to keep your financials in check, what it takes to um, communicate effectively, boundaries, all of that, because all of this plays, all of this plays a huge part in your healing because, when your back end is not right, when your life is not right, when your life is not um, on the track that you want it to be on, then it throws off your emotions, it throws off your 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 um, nervous system and all of that. So that's some things that um, that I've been working on. And um, yes, keep in tune with what I have to come. I have some really good information coming for you ladies. And I have some new things that I feel will be really helpful. And as I continue to build my coaching business, I'm going to be bringing so much new things to you. Um, and being, being and becoming certified as a spiritual life coach, it has helped me so much to understand different techniques to, you know, grow on my own. And everything that I bring to you is based off of my experiences, based off of things that I went through. So I'm not just throwing information at you and saying like, here, learn this, do this, do that, do that. And it's not things that I've done before. These are all things that I've done before. Keep, keep in tune with what's to come. And I'm glad I'm back. Um, it feels good to be able to talk to you and to share some information with you. Um, and definitely, um, I'm going to be more consistent and be on top of it, be, you know, be on top of providing and creating and providing you with information that will be both helpful and beneficial to you. So yeah, thank you ladies for listening to my welcome back, um, podcast, continue to heal, continue to do everything that make you happy. Oh, and before I go, one thing I wanted to share, I woke up, when I wake up and I make this podcast, this was on my mind heavy. One thing that I feel like is important is a lot of us feel that we should listen to everything people around us say. And don't get me wrong, it's okay to listen to the opinions and hear the opinions of the people that love you and the people around you. But one thing I want you to understand is that they're just opinions. At the end of the day, nothing matters but your own, what you say. What you say goes at the end of the day. So 
basically what I want to tell you is it's okay to change. It's okay to switch things up. It's okay to, you know, release things that no longer serve you. Because for me, for the longest time, I wanted to hold on to things that no longer serve me. I was afraid to let go because I was afraid of change. I was afraid of, okay, what, what would come if I let go of this? And I wanted to let y'all know, change that major, quit that job, leave that relationship, cut them people off. Life is too short to be living by people's standards. And one thing, people are going to talk regardless. Tomorrow is not promised. Live for today because when you gone, they're going to move on. And one thing I want you to really, really, really instill in yourself is do what makes you happy and stand on that. Do not allow people's opinions to change what you feel makes you happy. Because at the end of the day, the only thing that matters is your happiness. And nobody could create happiness for you but yourself. True happiness comes from within. So do what makes you happy and stand on that. And if you worry about what people are going to say, let me tell you something. Remember, people going to talk regardless. That's what they do. People talk. You can switch your hair today and people will talk. You can switch your hair to what they want you to tomorrow and people are going to talk. It's just what they do. People talk. Do what makes you happy and do it loud and proud and stand on that. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and close off this episode. I want you to thank you again for so much support and I appreciate everything, all the support all the continuous, you know, support that I get from you guys and my listeners and my followers and continue to tune in and continue to stick with me because I have some good information coming for you and I have a lot of resources I really feel will be beneficial for you ladies. Thank you for listening and ladies, remember, always, always, always talk your shit, sis. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Also, if you found this episode interesting, Go ahead and share it with a friend, a family, or just anybody you feel could benefit from this episode. Also, feel free to hit me up on Instagram at TalkYourShitSis with two S's if you want to connect on a deeper level or you have a topic you would like me to cover on a show. See you guys on the next episode. And ladies, remember, always, always, always talk your shit, sis.